tired of feeling like you need a PhD in audio engineering just to hit record? Get ready to ditch the confusion and embrace the magic of simplicity. Today, we're cracking the code on low-lift audio strategy, your shortcut to podcasting success that'll have you saying goodbye to overwhelm and hello to impactful connections. It's time to turn up the volume on your sales cycle and uncover why less effort can lead to more impact. Tune in to a new era of audio marketing. Hey there, it's Kim. Expect to hear some mini episodes sprinkled into the mix. I want to bring you along and show you behind the scenes and some insights of what I'm working on, tools and resources that are helping me and that could potentially help you. My hope is that it brings you the encouragement to take action quickly. Take a listen and let me know what you think. Welcome back to the Online Creator Podcast. This is the mini-series Podcast Profits, Episode 2, Simplify the Process. Last week was Episode 1, and we took you through a journey of igniting your voice. So what does that mean? We explored the essence of your voice, the captivating power of storytelling, and the art of engaging conversations. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into how creating a low-lift system can look in your business so that you will continually show up to create a lasting impact in your business through audio marketing. Let's get into it. Navigating the world of audio. If you're new to the world of audio, just like if you're new to any new platform, whether it's creating videos, whether it's writing in blog format, if you have chosen audio and you're sitting there thinking, oh, there's so many things, like where do I even start? This is the segment that we're really going to dig into a few of those pain points that I have seen over the past three years working with my clients and overcoming those pain points. It doesn't matter what you choose. You, there's always things to overcome if it's something new that you are not sure of. So let's dive into a few of those pain points. There is so much technical jargon. You know, entrepreneurs can be overwhelmed by the technical terms and terminology related to, let's just say, audio equipment, the editing software, the recording process, making it challenging to navigate this whole landscape of audio. So what I do when I work with clients, when we first meet, we set up a strategy session, first and foremost, that really allows us to dive into what they have, what they don't have, what they need, because I can tell you right now, you can buy all the expensive equipment, but it's not necessary when you're first starting out. The biggest thing is having a microphone, a decent microphone, because we know that sound quality absolutely matters, but it also matters where you are actually recording the um, audio. So we talk about all those things to get you set up for success, and then we can build onto them as we go. And editing software is another one of those things that we discuss. So technical jargon, there's lots, but that's something that you can absolutely overcome. Don't let it stand in your way. Equipment paralysis. Again, there is so many microphones out there, headphone sets, recording software. The equipment options are really endless. But in this world of being able to hit click on an Amazon order and it comes to your house, it's pretty amazing at what you can accomplish quickly no matter where you live. So there are some basics again that I always help my clients with to start out with. 
If you're new to the world and we haven't worked together, I do have an equipment list that I only give to one-on-one clients. But if you are listening to this podcast and you really just want to scratch the surface of what are some of the basics that I highly recommend, shoot me a message in Instagram and say equipment, please, and I will send you that equipment list. Absolutely. uh, No charge. So equipment paralysis is another one. Time constraints. So learning and implementing audio marketing techniques can be time consuming. It's just like any platform. If you're going to try something new, there is time involved in learning the setup and all those great things that go along with it, especially for entrepreneurs that are juggling multiple responsibilities and tasks within their business. So this is one thing, again, that I really see is a struggle is that a podcast is a visibility strategy and a marketing strategy, but it's also an aside of the desk and all the tasks tasks that are going on in your day-to-day business. I really do help you set up yourself so that you can be as successful as possible and that we can do it in the easiest way and streamlined way, I should say, as possible, because that really truly matters in your success. Another challenge is editing. Where do you even start with audio editing, such as removing background noise, improving audio quality? What software do you even, you know, recommend or choose? Are you doing this on your own? Are you getting help outside of your business? Are you asking a team member to learn a new process? These are all the things that you need to consider when starting with an audio asset or building that into your business. Because you do want to create a polished final product without the overwhelm and a way to add value to your business. Then content creation pressure. I feel it. You feel it. We all feel it. Entrepreneurs are constantly struggling with coming up with engaging, valuable content that aligns with your brand and resonates with your target audience. I always say if you are not checking back in with your audience and you're not seeing the engagement that you were hoping for, maybe you're not on the mark of where you need to be. So creating a strategy will remove this creation pressure. I promise you having a plan in place for your whole business so that it is encompassing of when your new launches are happening, where your new offers are going, when you're having quiet times in your business throughout the year. Having a plan and a strategy to really work in seasons is what I highly recommend because it allows you to take some of those much needed breaks throughout the year. Everybody has quiet times that they need in life, in personal life, in professional life. So make sure that you include that along with coming up with your content creation. The other piece that I wanted to mention is that sometimes we overthink the content that we need to produce when we already have produced it. So taking a bigger lens, like sitting back and taking a bigger lens or casting a bigger net, however you'd like to say it, so that you can see what you've already produced in your business and pull back and create into audio form. A lot of us just have to take that bigger picture lens and look at what we have. And then we realize, oh my gosh, I have like so many blog posts on this certain topic. Let's grab those tweak them so that it resonates with our audio audience and then make something happen with that. And that has happened time again as well. Let's move into consistency struggles. I see this happening a lot with new clients that are really wanting to release podcast episodes on a weekly or bi-weekly or actually even two per week. 
you know, they come in with all these great ideas. That's fantastic. Two episodes a week are like a massive undertaking. And the other piece that I really want you to think about and consider is, are you starting out your podcast as a soloist or are you inviting guests onto your show? Because that also contributes to the consistency piece and the struggle. So it's not just about running out of content ideas, because if we go back to the previous one, when I said content creation pressure is a real thing, but when we look at our overall business plan and we see what we offer and what we've already produced, we actually do have a ton of content already there that we can develop into weekly shows. If you're into solo shows, if you are inviting guests on your show, consistency can be an issue if you're not pre-planning everything in advance. So Again, I really like working in seasons or stepping back and looking at what does this quarter look like and can we pre-plan three months of content and have all of our episodes produced before we hit publish and release. And that's what I like to do with clients so that they're not feeling pressure. They're not just trying to throw things together or invite people on for no reason. There is an actual plan that goes into building a podcast so that you can produce episodes regularly because that is one of the biggest factors in um, whether you are going to get noticed in the audio landscape and the podcasting landscape is are you producing regular content and valuable content not just throwing things out there but are you adding value and showing up consistency so it really does matter if you have a plan in place that will set you up for success Okay, I'm going to combine these next two, distribution complexity and marketing. So there are a variety of places and variety of platforms to distribute all of your episodes weekly, if you're doing weekly or biweekly, and you really want to make sure that you're reaching your intended audience. So this can be a little time consuming, but honestly, it's just setting things up right from the beginning. So setting yourself up for success because you shouldn't have to keep going back to all of these platforms once they're distributed there. You know, you can set and forget, but you can also revisit maybe two times a year to make sure that you are distributed to all the channels that you need to be in. The next one is marketing. Entrepreneurs might find it challenging to effectively market their podcast and attract the right listeners. So again, there's strategies in place to really help remove the overwhelm of the promotion piece and we work on that together but there's lots of things and I can get into a whole separate episode just on the marketing piece alone. Lack of direction without a clear strategy plan entrepreneurs may feel lost in the world of audio and how to measure uh, and track progress. It is a long-term strategy. I cannot stress that enough. Um, You need to be in it for the long term to be able to show the benefits of it. So it's definitely a piece of the puzzle. It's that really important, valuable piece that nurtures your audience so that they get to know who you are before they purchase from you. So it's a valuable piece, but it's a piece of all the pieces that make up your puzzle of this business online world. I can't stress how important it is to have a strategy that involves your bigger pictures. Maybe you have a CMO, you know, a chief marketing officer that you can bring into those strategy calls with your audio producer or manager because that combined together will really allow for a transformation that you are truly looking for. The last two that I'm going to review are budget concerns and competitive pressure. So budget concerns, 
There are a lot of costs associated with starting up a podcast. So whether it is audio equipment that we talked about, software, or potentially outsourcing tasks like editing and post-production. Those are all pieces of creating a podcast, a private podcast, but it's no different than if you were creating a video platform, creating on a video platform as well. So you need to consider, do you have the time in your day-to-day or on your weekly plan to spend and dedicate to editing and producing a podcast? Do you have time to learn those platforms? And if you are interested in those areas and you definitely want to, we can set you up for success with that as well. But if you want to outsource those things, there are costs included for sure. So you need to budget accordingly. And I do have a new offer that I'm so excited about, and I'll talk about it at the end of the show, but it's really about saving you um, more energy and time, but being able to budget accordingly when you can do things uh, like batch recording uh, in that three-month structure like we talked about earlier. So there are ways of getting around that, but you definitely have to take those into consideration. The other piece is competitive pressure. And when I first start talking to clients about potentially working together, there is a lot of overwhelm about there's a lot of people already out there. There's a lot of people that are already talking about the same thing. And I'm not here today to get into all the stats that show and add to overcoming this because I know you've heard it before. So I'm not sure what's holding you back on this other than you need to stop getting in your way and start realizing that your voice matters, your story matters, and people are waiting and eager to learn and hear from you. So that's the biggest piece that we work on. It's a mindset hurdle and it's just overcoming that piece. And I want you to really consider that your voice matters again and that this is your time to create your own stage, your own platform to share your voice. Okay, so that was a little bit of a summary of navigating the world of audio and some of the common struggles that I have seen entrepreneurs face when entering this new audio marketing platform. So let's get into segment two, which is the power of low lift audio strategy. Introducing this as a low lift audio strategy as a solution It really helps prevent the overwhelm. And there are five steps that I like to review to simplify the strategy and the process so that your content converts. The first step is to clearly define your target audience. I know you have heard this before. When you are developing any kind of content that goes out, whether it's your social posts on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, you need to identify your ideal listeners and understand what they are truly going through. What are their pain points? What are you solving for them? What are their preferences? What are their interests? This clarity helps you create content that directly speaks to them, making it easier to develop relevant and engaging podcast episodes. This is where you will see the engagement. So a trick I like, not a trick, but (laughs) A way that I like doing this with my clients is, let's say we are developing a private audio feed as a lead magnet. We would develop three different private feeds and we would set one up and let it run for three months. Then we would try the next one. It's like a testing game. We go back and look at the data and see which episodes, which private feeds were engaged with the most. And maybe it was just slight tweaking in 
the content that we dove deeper in or the terms we used or the wording in the episode titles. But any of those can really speak clearly to your audience and resonate with them. So I like looking at things from a lens of seeing what the engagement level looks like and then leaning into that area and specific focus. So that's number one. Number two is focusing on core topics, narrowing down your podcast focus to a few core topics that align with your expertise and your audience needs. This focused approach prevents overwhelm and it ensures consistency in your content creation. Don't go all over the place, narrow down your focus so that people can listen in, focus on what their needs are, and then leave and go to the next one. Number three is creating a content calendar. I know you've heard this before as well. It can look so many different ways, but really planning your podcast episodes in advance by creating a content calendar is really helpful. Outlining episode ideas, key points, and release dates, and really making sure, again, I know you heard this in another area, or I think the first episode, where I said to cast a bigger net or a look at things through a bigger lens, because your podcast really needs to be a part of your marketing plan, your business strategy. So aligning things and podcast episodes with new offers that are being released, something you're launching, a product that you're launching, having them released in specific, like, in, you know, what am I trying to say here? Having it all balance out so that it's released together really makes sense so that things are done in sequence. So a content calendar helps you stay organized, reduces last minute stresses and ensures a steady stream of valuable content. And again, you don't have to do it through the whole year, but if you can look at your quarter, see what's happening, and then work from there, that really helps. Number four is embracing authenticity and simplicity. Don't overcomplicate your episodes with excessive production or unnecessary details. And I know a lot of people get hung up on this one, but really, if you can simplify your production process with using the right tools is key here. It really helps streamline all the production pieces. Embracing who you are by sharing personal stories, insights, and experiences that your audience can relate to is really helpful. And keeping your language clear and concise, speaking how you would speak to your ideal customer, whether like you're on a a FaceTime call with them or whether you're on a Google Meets meeting or a Zoom call, speak to that ideal listener through your podcast episodes. So keep your language clear and concise, avoiding jargon that may just not be you. And number five, include calls to action. I cannot stress CTAs enough. Ensure each episode includes one of these. They're clear and actionable calls to action. Where are you driving your listeners to? Because if they're listening and taking in all this information and figuring out if they want to work with you and be in your world, make sure they know how. So whether it's visiting your website, signing up for a newsletter, or engaging on social media, guide your listeners on what steps to take next to further engage with you and your brand. I have seen this time and time again where people overcomplicate it and they say, well, I don't have everything set up straight. I don't have that funnel set up right. I need this. I need that. Get them to where you are. So whether it's on Instagram, if you don't have a website yet, if it's on LinkedIn, where are you at? Where are your ideal listeners at? Let them know where they can connect with you 
and reach out to you to work with you. Because at the end of the day, if you're not creating a podcast that is driving content that converts, you are creating a hobby podcast, which is fine if that's what your end goal is. But if it is to add value to your business and create this sales cycle that consistently shows up for you, this is how to do it. So again, those are the five steps to simplify your audio strategy with content that converts. I didn't go into a massive amounts of detail in here because I don't have enough time on this podcast specifically to go in, into extreme detail, but I hope you have a snapshot of what um, it can look like to really drive meaningful conversions through your podcast and do it in a simplified process. Imagine if you had a library of audio resources readily available for your clients to access your expertise, a place to carry on the conversation, a place to build connections and to elevate who you are. Think of me as your fractional audio strategist. This is a three-month commitment, ideal for the established coach, creative, online business owner who is ready to create a presence online. Let's set up and optimize your entire first season or create two to three private audio feeds. The options are endless. Sound like something you need? Production sprints are available for those that are ready to take action, are confident in their message, their marketing strategy, and are ready to hit record. If you're interested in learning more, check out the link in the show notes to see if production sprints is the right fit for you. Okay, we're going to get into segment three, speeding up the sales cycle, transitioning the value of podcasting within the context of that low lift audio strategy, creating a sales cycle that is quicker for you. And when I say quicker, I mean that Building authentic connections will help accelerate your sales cycle in business. So let's get into a few ways that this can happen. So number one, authenticity. And we touched on this in the first episode, so I won't go into huge detail here. But the key to trust is really in having someone's ability to listen to you, to share your insights, your stories, and your passions. Your audience doesn't just hear your words. They feel who you are. And podcasting is a platform that allows you to really showcase the real you, the expert, the visionary, the human. I had someone the other day, I was able to be a guest on someone's podcast, and they said it in a beautiful way. They said it's a way to really continue conversations, you know, elevate who you are. So thinking about when you have touched base with someone um, who's your ideal listener and potential dream client and they've reached out to you in a DM, how do you carry on some of that conversation that you've had there? Your podcast is key to doing that. It's really your ability to speak from the heart, to build that trust and rapport with the, your listeners, and then that trust translate into your products or services. Number two is humanizing your brand. In a world of digital noise, standing out is really important, and that is what we all want. So if there's a way to be able to stand out and get noticed without having, you know, flashy graphics or catchy taglines, it's about being human at the end of the day. We are in the business of people. So podcasting lets you bring your brand to life and your values, your mission, and most importantly, your personality. It really does give you the opportunity to shine through without having to be on video. 
People don't just buy your products, they buy stories, connections, and experiences. And by humanizing your brand through your podcast, you're forming a connection that really reaches far beyond a transaction. Engaging dialogue and understanding number three. So podcasting is a two-way street. Your listeners become part of your community. They engage, they comment, and they share. And you know what that means? A real-time dialogue. You get to listen to their questions, concerns, and desires. And this engagement isn't just talk, it's data gold. You're tailoring your offers to meet their needs, demonstrating that you're not just selling, you're solving. And so if anyone says that it's really difficult to, like, let's say I have a solo podcast and I'm only speaking into this microphone, how do I build community from that? There are so many businesses online that have done such a beautiful job with that. And I think if you do those first two key pieces, that authenticity and humanizing your brand, community will follow. And there's so many cool ways to get into how to build community off of the podcasting platform and in conjunction with. I won't get into that today, but I will definitely lean into that in another solo episode. Number four is positioning yourself as the go-to authority. With every episode, you're showcasing your expertise, your insights, tips, and advice that positions you as the go-to in your field. Your audience tunes in, they begin to see you not just as a podcaster, but as a trusted advisor. And who do people turn to when they're ready to make a purchase? The one they see as the expert. And number five is shortening the sales cycle. The magic happens here. You've built the trust by humanizing your brand, by engaging in meaningful conversation and establishing your authority. You've shortened the sales cycle now. The time it takes for a prospect to go from curious to committed is significantly reduced because you've already laid the groundwork for the authenticity and connection piece. Podcasting isn't just about broadcasting, it's about connecting. And I love, I love this. It resonates with me so much and I think it will to you too. It's about turning listeners into loyal customers, advocates, and partners. It's about nurturing relationships that lead to not just one sale, but a series of successful transactions. My favorite way outside of audio marketing to market my business is through word of mouth. It's referral based. And there is not a better way to do that than through audio. So it's time to embrace the podcasting realm. If you're new to it, if you're new here, really give yourself the opportunity to raise your voice, have it be heard, watch those connections, really turn into a sales cycle that you've never really imagined can happen. The mic is yours. The opportunity is here. Let's amplify your business. Let's help it shine. And that's a wrap for episode two of the mini series Podcast Profits, Simplifying the Process. Today, we reviewed navigating the world of audio, the power of low lift audio strategy, and speeding up the sales cycle in your business. Remember, it's not about doing everything. It's about doing the right things and at the right time. By embracing simplicity, you're not just saving time and energy, you're able to focus your resources into creating meaningful connections. Podcasting isn't about being the loudest voice in the room. It's about being the voice that resonates deeply with your audience. As you take this low lift audio strategy into consideration, 
let go of the overwhelm and embrace the power of those authentic conversations, of telling stories that matter, and of nurturing relationships. Because when you understand that people do business with people, your audio journey becomes the bridge that connects hearts and opens doors. Take the leap, simplify the process, and watch as your podcast becomes that shining light that speeds up your sales cycle and fosters those connections. Thanks again for joining me on the podcast. Stay tuned for more insights, strategies, and stories that guide you towards success without the unnecessary noise. And don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with those that are ready to take their leap into audio marketing. Join me next week on the podcast, Crafting Your Niche, the third part in this mini-series of podcasting profits. This is Kim Tradewell signing off with a reminder, simplicity is the key to unlocking the extraordinary. Keep it simple, keep it authentic, and watch your journey thrive. Till next time. I hope this was helpful and that you were able to take away something that you can put into action this week. Please share with your business bestie that needs to hear this message too. And share over on Instagram and tag me at me and James Co. I would love to repost and share as well. Until next time.